Welcome to our Clothe with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Monday, July 3rd, 2023, the 13th Monday of Ordinary Time. Please forgive the lawnmowers going on in the background. (laughs) The budget is still pretty low until I make my first million. I'm just kidding. But yeah, (laughs) it's still got a low budget regardless. Um, Today's gospel is from, today's reading is from the gospel according to St. John. On the feast of St. Thomas. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, we have seen the Lord. But Thomas said to them, unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked and stood in their midst and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. And bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Well, it's so funny, the things that hit me when I'm reading the actual reading at the time of, uh, you know, reading and preaching publicly, uh, because I prepared this whole sermon and now I'm just, (laughs) the Holy Spirit does things. I'm very focused on that last line. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. So many people in our society today are post-Christian, post-Catholic. I was talking to some of them yesterday and they're giving me all the reasons they don't believe even though they have so many reasons to believe and they've been taught and judgment will be harsh for people that know better. So we really have to pray for them. We have to pray for conversion of heart because I don't know what I could say. Intellectual arguments. I mean, our lady said herself to St. Dominic, it's only prayer that changes hearts. Preaching has a place. Preaching can be very good, but only prayer changes hearts. Thomas needed some prayer. Maybe Our Lady was praying for him that week between Our Lord's appearances that he would come to believe that Our Lord would give him another chance. But it's also an opportunity to help the whole church in seeing, you know, Our Lord show up and how much he loved his apostles and how he was showing them the evidence. Look, my hands, my feet, touch the nail marks, touch my side where I've been pierced. And be not an unbeliever, be a believer. Today we celebrate the Feast of St. Thomas. I, I feel so bad for Thomas. He gets a bad rap, Doubting Thomas. Um, and, and there were other times in the Gospel readings where Thomas is also uh, kind of clueless. But here we focus on Thomas's coming to belief. And this is how most of us are, honestly. We're not going to believe simply because people tell us. We need to see something. We need to see a sign. I mean, even the other apostles, okay, they, they, did they believe? I don't know, but they had, they had to see Jesus risen from the dead. And this is after they saw all of his signs. It wasn't enough for them to just believe that Mary Magdalene had seen Jesus. Was that wasn't enough? No, they had to actually 
see Jesus risen from the dead. They had to touch the nail marks. So we live in a day and age where more and more God is hidden from our sight. Yet, we also live in a day and age where God is being revealed all over the place through healing, charismatic prayer, deliverance, so many good things happening, the 12 steps. So there are lots of reasons to believe, and we need to constantly nourish our beliefs. I know people who I thought were very strong in their faith, and they fell out of it. And there but for the grace of God go I. We need to constantly ask the Lord, Lord, please don't let me stop believing. Please let me always believe in you. Let me always keep my focus on you, no matter how bad things get, no matter how confusing things get. Of course, devotees of Our Lady are... uh, are pretty much guaranteed, as long as you stay devoted to Mary, you're guaranteed to be in the faith and to have strong beliefs. These, uh, I mean, this is coming from St. Louis de Montfort, but it's also coming from just the devotion to the rosary, the devotion to the scapular miraculous medal. Mary promises to keep us in faith. And so I beg the Lord, always keep me in faith. Always keep me devoutly uh, devoted to you. I'm using two words similar back to back, but yes, I, we ask the Lord to keep us. So when our Lord appears to Thomas, once again, he says, peace. This is such an important word. Peace be with you. This was the fruit of his resurrection. It is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is bestowing this before even Pentecost. They don't have the gift of tongues yet. Think about it. All the different charisms that are going to come from the Holy Spirit have not yet arrived. I mean, he did send them out to preach and to heal. So yes, a little bit here and there. But this gift of peace, which is one of the fruits of the Spirit, Jesus is just pouring it out all over, especially, I mean, even before his death and resurrection, we could think of the storms on the sea, Jesus calming the storms. When Jesus walked on the water, <clears throat> he, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> he's constantly bringing us this theme, come to you, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. So he's coming specifically this day for Thomas, and he says, peace be with you, and then he shows the wounds. Jesus is teaching us all something for everyone until the end of time. And that is the source of peace is in his wounds. It's not in buying a new car. It's not in having a hot tub in your home. (laughs) These are nice things. Don't get me wrong. It's not in having that membership to that country club. It's not in that trip to Bermuda or wherever it is you're going to go, your cruise that you're going to go on. Some people feel that that's the ultimate or showing off on Facebook. Hey, everybody, look. My wife got a new hairdo or or, uh, whatever, that new job that we think is just wonderful. Uh, You know, it's funny. I mean, it's not funny. It's sad. But when people are showing off this or that job and, and, hey, look at me, I've arrived. I have this profession. I'm making all this money. Very often, we don't see what goes on behind the scenes, all the stress that they're under. And just counseling people in the Christian world Even Christians, even devout Christians, there's so much anxiety. And I talk about this a lot. There's so much pressure we put on ourselves to excel by worldly standards. 
I got to do my job perfectly. I got to take care of my family. I'm not making enough money. And some of these concerns are legit. Some of these concerns are maybe us getting carried away. But regardless, Jesus came to give us peace. Jesus, as a friend of mine says, Jesus wants us to play at his feet. He's the father up on the chair, up on the throne, and we're the children at his feet. And he wants us to enjoy his divine providence that he has given us time and space to be his children and to be at peace. And then Thomas says, my Lord and my God. He is God. Why? Well, I mean, of course, in origin, I mean, God is God because he's, he's God. He created us. He created the universe, etc. We We know all this. But as man, Jesus has earned the title of God. Jesus has earned the title of conqueror. He's conquered the world. He's conquered the universe. He's conquered sin and death in humanity because of those wounds. So the wounds make him in his humanity our Lord and our God, insofar as he has earned the right as man to be called that. There's a lot of theology here. You know, it's the divine kenosis. He empties himself, but then he conquers. And now he's earned the right in humanity. He's both, both as man and as God. He is the ruler of the universe. He has conquered sin and death on the throne in heaven there is one of us. So he says to him in his humanity, my Lord and my God, it's great stuff to meditate with that we have one of our own who is the master of the universe. He is risen from the dead. And this is going to lead St. Thomas then to give up his own life. Thomas now is being transformed. We pray that all of us be transformed by the death and resurrection of Christ, by the coming of the Holy Spirit, that we have so much faith, so much trust in what Jesus has done for us, his death, his being tortured, his passion, and his resurrection, that we ourselves become fearless to do what's right no matter what, even if it leads us to our deaths. Hope everybody has a wonderful day today, and I hope you continue to have a good Fourth of July weekend. God bless you.